for tuning in to Verbal Assault Livestream. I am your host, Marquis Devereaux. We are coming to you on this Tuesday uh, with political commentary. We have some great guests here today. We have, again, Mr. Brian Parker joining us. Um, I, You know, Mr. Brian Parker goes to the University of North Carolina, or at least he went there. But I think the suit that he's wearing today went, came from the, the School of Hard Knocks. Hey, Brian, how are you? How you doing, baby? <laughs> All right. That, that's the actor in you, brother. Okay. I have Miss Nyurka Encarnacion, who does her research and does not come to the table unprepared. She said, you know, I'm worried that things I say may be held against me. Sister, are you understanding the importance of you being here now? Yes, I do. I do. <laughs> From the beginning. Yes. Okay. Um, I, my next guest is the anonymous conservative. It is not safe to be a right-leaning person in a blue state because some people will treat you as if you're at a Make America Great Again rally with a Black Lives Matter t-shirt on. Bobby from Nassau, am I being general or speculating? Well, it's an interesting uh, way to put it, but uh, I, I can somewhat agree with what you're saying. Okay. I'd like to go ahead and I'd like to go ahead and announce uh, my colleague and he uh, he's taken on a task basically of a producer. He's gotten a lot of the right wing voices here. He's about to enter into his uh, the relaunch of his show Political Firestorm, which will be on air. Uh, I'm told it's going to have megawatts. And um, I'm wondering when we are going to have a chance to sit down and have one of those Samuel Adams beers, Samuel Adams beers, that his late, late, late cousin created. <laughs> Actually, um, Samuel Adams did not create that beer. Of course. I have been trying to tell you. He, it, it, it was his black slave. No, <laughs> he, he didn't have a black slave. He had a black brother. Uh, oh. He owned he what? Owned, nearest. <laughs> well, the Adams is John Adams, which was you know his first cousin or something like that. He he's the second U.S. president, and he he gave speeches for the whole world on the issue. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You just said Samuel Adams had a black brother. Did I miss? As something? in any black man that he would have known would have been a brother from another mother. So um, so Samuel Adams had an alehouse, and he led the Boston Tea Party. And so they turned it into, they used his likeness and his name for the beer. But uh, yeah, that was my sixth great grandfather. As far as political firestorm, uh, we're relaunching on a, on a much smaller wattage to, um, to warm up and get the rust off. And then with the goal of the 50,000 watt signal, AM 970 uh, thereafter. Yes, because Rob, you're very rusty and I'm not talking about your hair. 
<laughs> well, I'm talking about having the mic as the host. I haven't done that in a while. Being a panelist on your show or guesting on other shows as I've do, done and do is very different from running my own show as the host with my mic. Without, and I don't have panelists. Well, I love it because you make sure you are heard on this show. And I know that <laughs> Brian Park, I know that Brian Parker, the uh, the pimp of the week, challenges you quite often. But I there there is a love connection there. It is quite a bromance. We can hop in a boxing ring now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And and don't limp out. <laughs> and then I'd like to the way I'm feeling right now, I'd be limping in. <laughs> and then I'd like to introduce you to personality miss cherokee black she gets on the air and she states in her blog or in her post her mindset it has a spiritual uh, bend she's also the president of face bling by cherokee black my sister okay. I'm, I'm 52 years old how do i look today you look fabulous, darling. Okay, okay. Because I'm not ready for the makeup. But you know when I'm on the TV show, honey, I got I to gotta dab up here and there, you know. You I know, a little just powder. Just a little powder. And let me not forget my, uh, my colleague, business partner, and confidant, Mr. Samuel Kachira, international entrepreneur, uh, pro-Trump right-wing independent, and a person that always calls me out, even though I don't want to pick up the phone. Hello, Samuel Kachira. Hello, Marquis. So, Sam, yes. go ahead. Tell me what today's subject is. All right. I think today is going to be just a nice mix-up of, of, we're just going to have some questions, questions and answers between us, and the panel can go ahead and weigh in on every topic that we do. So I'll do a few, you do a few, we'll just get it done like that. Okay, so, so tell me what today's topic is. Hmm. Well, the original topic was, what's in a name? That's the original topic, right? But if we're gonna be flipping questions back and forth, let's just, let's see how it goes. Okay, okay. Because I got a few and it's not all about what's in a name. Alrighty. All right. Is it related to what's in a name? Hmm, maybe not. Let's just go political wow. for a minute. All right. So what I'm thinking is, all right, the first thing on my mind is about the Democrats, right? Like they haven't been to work for about six weeks, maybe seven weeks. And the, the Republicans have? Huh? And the Republicans and the have been. They've shown up in Congress just about every day. And oh. they're doing social distancing, which makes them, I guess, correct. Um, what they're doing, though, is they keep asking Pelosi to reconvene the con Congress, and she does not. Right, but the, the work of Congress is not moving other than what she's trying to get done on her own, right? Like the $3 trillion bill that she's trying to get passed that she did on her own. So my question is, right, do you think Pelosi, is she acting on behalf of the people or on behalf of her party? She's, she's, she's acting in opposition to the people, always has, and I think always will to the day she dies. I, I, I think um, she needs- Did you say opposition, opposition? Oh yeah, she's not for the people at all. She's for a, a freezer full of ice cream for herself. Um, you know, I, I think uh, this nasty little thing, somebody ought to accidentally uh, throw a bucket of water on her. If she were to get hit with a bucket of water, we'll see her go, I'm melting, melting. And she'll poof, disappear. She's the wicked witch of the West and Hillary Clinton is the wicked witch of the East. Wow, mm, mm. 
Hang on, Rob. Here we go. Here we go. Hold on, hold on, because now I have to bring Cherokee Black into the conversation. Oh, um, God, please don't. Okay. Yeah, please, please. You know, Hillary Clinton, Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters, and then I hear the word witch. They're always bitches or witches or snitches. That's misogyny. That's, that's, that's misogynistic. The point is that all politicians have some form of corruption, and Pelosi is no worse than 45. Oh, yes, she I'm is. Sorry. I can give you countless I'm examples. Sorry. We can argue about it all day, but that's all I have to say about what, that. What, why do you put those two in the same category, though? Which ones? Uh, Hillary Clinton because and Nancy I, Pelosi? I think, Pelosi? I think that all of them have a greed component to them. It's all about money. It's all about money. What Nobody you, is really for the people. What makes you think Trump is about the money? Oh, he's a businessman. Oh, wow. he's yeah, a businessman. Wait, 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 for instance, saved a lot of lives with COVID because he oh my was, because he's trying to see how he can get into get money from the different things that would help us. That's true. That's what he does. Uh, he's that's just more specific. COVID started no by the doctors Fauci and I forgot the other lady's name coming to Next. him and letting him know that there was the situation that was going to affect our country. Right. They were the ones who came to him. Yeah, so Donald Trump the is the first president that has walked into that, that swamp not beholden at all to K Street. And when you are not beholden to K Street one bit, he didn't have any bundlers. His his campaign was funded by out of his own pocket and by the people at $30, $40 each and stuff like that. So when he walked in there, he didn't have he didn't owe them a pound of flesh like Obama with his bundlers at Cylindra, half of the billion Rob, dollars to Rob, the Rob, company that Rob, was going back like Clinton with his No, I'm telling you. If, if you're not beholden to K Street, I'm telling you that and, 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 and how, many, and how many of Obama's resorts did he go to? You're not holding the case street. Is this we don't we haven't seen his tax returns. We haven't seen certain things that other people in the government have to show us. guys, one second, please. Um, can, Cherokee, finish your last thought, and then I'd like to jump to Samuel. I would just like to say, you know, he's dishonest. There are things that he's not honest about. Okay. If the if the country has to wear masks, why isn't he wearing a mask? That's a the country one. doesn't have to wear masks. It's not a law. Yeah, that's Eat incorrect. It. That it's is not incorrect. a law. No, it's not a law, but it is a protocol that. Yeah, but, then, but then you had it all wrong. It's not that the country. That is has incorrect. To that is incorrect. It's a protocol it is, it is a that saves lives. In New York he State, is a it does not. Of the, he is a leader. He is the leader. He's supposed to set an example. Yeah, I got, oh I got an answer for you on that before we go to Samuel, if you don't mind, Marquis. Sure. Uh, this guy, Fauci, he just came out a few days ago and said it's really only symbolism. And in so being symbolism, he's saying that it's a matter of respecting others. Well, guess what? 
that syntax is way off. He's got it backwards. It's you don't you don't respect others by doing some symbolic gesture. It's disrespectful to the people to make them try to to try to make them to be symbolic. It's only symbolic. No, so they, they, said, they said the same thing about seatbelts a long time ago too. And if yeah, I may, I'm going to add something, and then Samuel, and then um, uh, Nyerka. Um, a mask is a state mandate. You will not be served, you will not eat, you will not purchase, in most cases, without the mask. You cannot ride public transportation. You will be removed from the vehicle. Now, we can blame this on New York State. Yeah. Blame this on the Democratic governor. It's always Cuomo. Right. Of course, he's the governor. He's of calling course. the shots. That's well, who's correct. the president? Who's the president? That's not in this case, though. It, it has nothing to do with right. this case. Though. Guys, guys, guys. It never does. On the last show, I asked you <laughs> about Eric Gardner, and I asked you about George Floyd. When there, when there are several dead bodies because you're not responding quickly enough or accurately enough, you have to be held accountable. So the there are dead department. bodies. So the police can, someone, can someone dispute the bodies? No, no that's, on the, the that's on the governor. So the, How so on anybody but the governor? It's, it's on the governor. We, and you the mayor. A, you have a national pandemic and, and Cuomo's responsible. Is that what you're saying, Rob? Cuomo's responsible for the state of New York. He's, Samuel, he's go ahead. responsible for, for his state. Governors right. are responsible for their, their territories, their state. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And, okay. and, and, and by the way, let's not forget for one minute that the top doctor of New York City, uh, the uh, health commissioner, she went out and right. said that Donald Trump was engaging in nothing okay. but stare. Hold on, hold sent on. Everybody to the, hold on, sent everybody to the Lunar Day Parade, and that's where this thing seeded. Here, uh, here's what we're not going to do. We're not going to go to the playground and say, Billy threw sand in my eye, and that's why I took It's about accountability. Back. It's not about sand in the eye. It's about accountability. Okay. Mm. Okay. Let, we're, 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 we're that that word never to... sticks to Trump, though. Okay. Well, we're gonna... he, he, no, never. never. Okay. So let's move on for a second. Let's move on for a second. Is the Wuhan virus a misnomer? Yes or no? And what should we be calling it? Bobby, Nassau County, anonymous conservative. CCP Wuhan virus. Woohoo! Blame it on China. The virus of came from China. Wuhan, China, and it was un unfortunately spread worldwide because of the inactions, the purposeful inactions of the Communist Chinese Party. And the WHO. Well, they were in cahoots with the Communist Chinese Party. Exactly. That is correct. Okay. Why That's is, why we call it the Wuhan virus. Okay, I need to I need to interject the next question right quick because it ties directly in. There is a doctor that worked in conjunction with Fauci, but not in the same department. They did work that was similar that involved the AIDS virus, and at one point they were researching various viruses, etc. She says wearing a mask means you're breathing in CO2, right. which kills people. Right. She said, she said, we all have the viruses in us. We do. Right. At different degrees. It's based on immunity. Right. So. Antibodies. 
Okay, so it's based on immunity. The question I'd like to ask you guys is why do most diseases come from Africa or Asia? Wet markets would be one answer. I don't think so. No, what do you think? <clears throat> Even though these things can be created, they're still, it's still from nature. So if you go in, our ecology, our body is designed for the area that we live in. If we go, any of us right now, were to go into the deep parts of the Amazon rainforest, I knew you were going to say that. There's going to be a lot of shit there that we don't even know about. Our bodies don't know about. Our bodies can't recognize. And we might get affected. We might become inflicted, infected, or whatever you want to call it. So that is our ecology. Our ecology is, is, is um, mimicking where we are. It's related to where we are in the world. Indigenous, too. Yeah. Um, so, here, here's, here's where my right link comes in. I don't believe that government ever has the right to tell a business to shut down. Anonymous conservative was my point of view. Was that was that the point of view of a conservative? Uh, I th I think it is, um, I, and I agree with what you're saying 100. percent Unfortunately, the government will pick winners and losers, and that's exactly what they're doing when they shut down. One of the problems I have. They're all getting paid. All the people in government are getting paid. Mm -hmm. And yet they're telling people that they have to close the business. You're not going to get paid. Right. Now, what's the fairness and the equity in that decision? That's oh, right. Love suffer. it. Love it. Love it. And I, I don't suffer. think anybody on the panel disagrees with that. No. Nope. That's right. No, we all agree. I, I agree with you, but um, but they're still but they are still at work. Right. Well, no, they're the not point. at work. Nancy Pelosi's at home eating ice cream. Agreed right. with you. Right. How is she coming on TV but as she's she did, at But she wrote the, the $3.1 trillion deal. So that means she was working from home. Now, that's right. I don't like but that's it. the I point. Like they it. are working. And Why can't you work from home? They can't work. Correct. So, so what's wrong with working from home? Right. If you're a I'm not saying there's nothing wrong you with can't you. can't work. Because, 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 Sam, think about it this way. And I understand what you're saying, but you got to remember this. The Senate has only 100 senators they can socially distance themselves a lot better than 420 something odd Congress people. That's true. Okay. And from a logistics standpoint, Very good having, point. That, having that many of them fly into one place, most of them are over 70 years old. They are in that uh, threshold of a being hybrid. some of the most vulnerable right. people to COVID. So what all they're trying to do is say, let's still do what we got to do. But a lot of these votes can be taken virtually, like we're doing our show virtually. We're not I think there's the a lot of truth to all of that. And they, they are a risk group if they're over 65, 70. That's a risk group. Yeah. So I, if I was in that risk group, I wouldn't be wanting to go in. And I wouldn't want to either. I'm, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to counter. I'm going to counter here, uh, Rob. Because our, uh, our leader I'm is sorry. over 70. I'm, I'm going to counter here for a second. Um, this trillion dollar bill that just recently went through was to involve stimulus payments to US citizens that have a social security number who are making below a certain threshold. Certain pay grade, yeah. Being a citizen myself, 
Uh, I'm told that, it, and, and for the last two years, because I've been working on my business, my outside income, I don't really work for anybody else. I work for myself. So in this um, business building process, I had to take loss, which means that I made below the threshold, which qualified me for the stimulus. You got yourself the Trump check? That deposit came through last night. There you go. Oh, wonderful. And, and, yeah. Yes took three and a half weeks to go through with the IRS. Now, Cherokee Black, you yes. vote left. Brian Parker, you vote left. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. When I vote, I don't vote left or right. I vote for what I think is right. What just happened? I got ambushed. What? I'm, I'm in the middle of a question here. Give me a second. Give me a second. Okay. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, I reached out to her office and the court, first question they asked me is, where do I live? Right, because you have to be in her district. Ah, okay. So, good, good that you say that. I was then referred to Espiat's different district who took the place of Charlie Rangel because I used the place that I am registered to vote. Because I gave them a different address when they asked me for my information, they said they would not help me. I had to get my assistant on the line and I had to call the number back because they wouldn't even take my call. And um, finally, and, and, and the production manager tells me that he ran into Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez the other day, nice lady. I'm glad he tells me in a text, but we just had two glasses of wine the other day and he never mentioned it. But anyway, um, SBS office refused to help me. Then I had to explain that I am temporarily undomiciled and I reside in a single room occupancy hotel, which means that my, my domesticity is temporary. And therefore, if I need to move to another place tomorrow, I can't possibly change my voting district every single time until I move into a permanent residence. Would you be able to use a mailboxes, et cetera, address? No, you're not allowed to use post office boxes. Okay. Well, I mean, so, uh, I mean, like so my point, the, the point that I'm trying to make, and, and, and I respect your question, but the point that I'm trying to make is, I then had to say, sir, are you telling me as a U.S. citizen that you will not assist me and as a voter in your district, that you will not assist me because I'm temporarily undomiciled. I said, let me, let me inform you that my assistant is taking dictation on the line and that this is leaning into discrimination. The whole trajectory of that call changed. Cherokee Black, Brian Parker, these are your Democrats. Explain to me what's going on. Well, from for me, just a lot of what I heard, I can almost understand, and I don't want to say both sides, but I, I I hear what you're saying. From their standpoint too, there's a lot of times where callers from different areas will call uh, folks in Congress, venting that are from the outside. So that's why they're trying to qualify you first for for a couple of reasons. They're trying to qualify you first to make sure that you're speaking to the right. Um, congressperson so that they can address your needs in your community. But then what happens a lot of times with a lot of them, and what I've heard, is, is that people will call from outside communities, riling things up, starting things up, and it has absolutely nothing to do 
with what's really going on in their community. Exactly. Now, 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 they, now they gave you a hard time. And if you went through all of that and explained that, then common sense should have clicked back in and said, okay, because basically Marquis, what you're saying. And they did end up helping me. Let me, let, let, let me, let me give a, let me clarify. They did end up helping me, Okay. but it was only after I said, right. Hey, because when they do the qualifying, I bet they don't really anticipate that situation. It's kind of in between the cracks of, okay, do you live in our district or don't you? So here's, so here's what I'm going to say as a business owner. Business owners, this term small business means nothing. No. In order to become a small business, you have to start as a micro business to get it to small business. Small business has to make a certain threshold. Right. Those that don't qualify for small business don't qualify for a lot of the money that Pelosi has signed into action. Mm -hmm. So I want to know how this bill is pro-business. The okay. other thing is Democrats are always saying, well, hey, let's let the immigrants in. They need an opportunity. Mm -mm. I've got Americans that are undomiciled because the real estate industry is taking precedence. Businesses are now people, according right. to the Republicans. <laughs> so, so, well, they, they are not. They are. they are. It's a person that owns the business. Then that okay. person. I own my car, but I'm not a car. <laughs> you, you think that's all clever, do you? Your capital name is He's, a corporation. <laughs> right. And it's it? a so, 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 Brian, I bring this point up because... As a person who is temporarily undomiciled, I don't need to let you look behind me. You think I'm in my office. I'm right. in my home. That's mm -hmm. how committed I am to my business. Right. Not every person that's undomiciled is walking around in dirty clothes and in begging for money. Sure. They should have, they should have just referred you to where you needed to be. They, they referred me to the Department of Homeless Services, and that's very Democrat. And wow. this is and this is this is what disappoints me, because Democrats constantly have their hands out asking for money, right? And yes. then the and then the Republicans come in and say, "Fuck you, go to hell," mm -hmm. and they get away with it because they're in lockstep. And the well, you know, a, a lot of what your point is here is Democrats are much more for big government and the bigger, you know, Republicans are for small government. The bigger the government is, now that's a general, you know, it's a general remark. It's obviously most Republicans want small government. Most Democrats want big government. The bigger the government is, the more of a boondoggle you can wind up with, the more red tape and bureaucracy you're going to wind up dealing with. And corruption. And also, and also potentially the more inept people, because if you've got 10% are inept, and you got a bigger government, then you have more inept people than if you have the smaller right. government. And so, that and that was a boondoggle. That was definitely yeah. bureaucracy at its best. Yep. Or at its worst. And, and they wanted and, and Esbayat's office wanted to refer me to Nadler's office. Uh, but when the I called there, that. it was a voicemail. Uh, yeah, it's a it's, shuffle. And uh, okay. I will say I don't like Nadler one bit, but it but it seems he's got pretty decent constituent services. Uh, I think he's a very bad person, but his staff seemed oh. pretty good. Well, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You you know him personally? Uh, I've had major clashes with uh, Jerry now. Okay, but here's personally. my thing. Are you saying that he takes care of his constituents, his which staff. is his job, right. but he's a bad person? 
Right, because it's a smokescreen. You know, Al Capone set up a lot of soup kitchens too. Okay. So if I am the president of the United States, I knew it. <laughs> and I'm an entrepreneur, and I'm not paying people, does this make me a good person or does this make me a good executive? Not paying people? What do you mean by not paying people? Yeah, what do you mean? There are lawsuits upon lawsuits upon lawsuits of micro and small businesses that did not have the money to, 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 to fight. Well, you mean when he was before he was president? Yeah, I think some of they're still swimming. They're still swimming. Well, I'm saying, but that all that the impetus of all that was pre President Trump. Uh, I'm going to say that um, he he has had the same attitude that all of the rich do, which is you need me more than I need you. You'll take what I give you. It's 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 an element of a part of Donald Trump that I loathe. Um, I, I have a real problem with with greed. Um, I have a bigger problem with jealousy and class envy, but greed is Thank a whole. And uh, so I, I think that Donald Trump has shown himself to be, and I know people that have dealt directly with him and, and, and he tried to shaft. He, he's been a real son of a bitch. All right. He's our son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. So, you know, that, so my line has become, as you know, I think, Marquis, let me just, this one last thing. Um, mm -hmm. It is not so horribly sad and terribly unfortunate that Donald Trump is the president. It's terribly sad and, and horribly unfortunate that a son of a bitch like this guy became this necessary. Well, this is a problem. This is the problem. I'd like to talk to the bitch because the bitch should have raised her child better. I don't and, think that and, he's been and, poorly reared. I think he's a great man. He's flawed. Uh, so are you. So am I. So are we all. But, 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 but. Aaron is a, a bad son, person. You, you can't be a son of a bitch and a great man. <laughs> yeah, well, Jerry, 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 um, yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. In business, America, in business, of course. America, I think you want to add something. Go ahead. No, I said don't call his mom a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of rude. All right, let's call him well, a bastard. Said, um, Rob, I'm sorry. Rob said that she's the son of he's the son of a bitch. Right. It's it's bitch. an expression. We all know it's just an expression. And, it, and I use the expression to say to the that I want to have a conversation um, with the bitch. I didn't say his mother was a bitch. Yeah, but I a said, bitch oh, it's, dog. it's just not it's just it's a term that should not be used. With Jerry, uh, you know, look, it's look, just an expression. I'll use look, it all. But let's pay deference to our two female candidates. Listen. Uh, Nadler, he insisted that the UN monitor our election results. Now, now take that in. That's that back then. The results. UN? Yeah. No, he said that the United Nations should monitor our election results in this country. Um, that's that's like sinister. I mean, and, and back when he said that, I had a good friend who was running against him. I'd been asked to run against him. And I, I took a pass. A friend of mine was running against him and was on my show. And I'm saying this, I'm saying that's the oil for food scandal ridden UN. When, when the cafeteria workers went on strike at the UN, the UN personnel went into that cafeteria and stole everything that wasn't bolted down and a few things that were bolted down too. It's thoroughly corrupt. It is in real need of reform and it needs, it needs an overhaul. And so when somebody says that group should be monitoring our election results, yeah, I think that's pretty bad. Okay, so we should get rid of the UN. We should get no, rid of the World Health no, Organization. No, not get One rid second. of We should get rid of Social Security. We should get rid of health care for all. Uh, no. Maybe we should get rid of food stamps and welfare because, you know, everyone has the same opportunity. Who said anything about any of all that? Who said anything about any of all that? I'm simply saying that the United Nations is in dire need of reform, as is the WHO. And 
I think that the United States is in need of reform, and that is the Make America Great Again, because America is great, but it needs to be greater. It well, was we, never, America has never been great. It has, of land it has not been great till, till um, it has never been great. You, it has never been great. Not if for not for the United States of America, this world would be insane. It is so, great and well. So, so let me ask for those for everyone that thinks that America is not great. I love my where country. Would you, where would don't you get rather that, be? Don't get where would you rather be? I love my country, but there are a lot of flaws. But this flaws everywhere. Institutional racism is that's one anywhere of and everywhere. Anywhere and everywhere. Everywhere is flawed. So if America is not great enough to you or to you or to anybody, it's not great you, in, the, in where, terms of what he's talking about. Let me ask a serious question. Where would you, right now, if you had the choice to just pick up and go or stay, where would you like to live? I think it's a I would false, like to live in a country where there is full equality, that, that, that people have Name a right it. to economic Name, Name the country. So Name that it. they can so that they compete compete in business with you guys, you, you rich people, you, you Republicans. Okay. Which country? Sorry. He's okay. talking about the I'm Republic talking, of I'm Native American. I'm not going nowhere. No that. Ah, so you won't go anywhere. Okay, Brian. Yeah, I'm not good. going anywhere. And I've been uh, uh, all over the world. Uh, 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 I'm gonna stay uh, right here. Sam, I Sam, I'll answer your question like this. Just because you feel like your country has not gotten to, to to the best that it can be doesn't mean that you would rather be somewhere else that's that's just, what i was just, thinking if you're a father and you have your kids and some of your kids fuck up and they ain't the best people they can be you're not going to necessarily disown them but you can say you can be better you can do right. better what's well, wrong with acknowledging that your country can do better and be yeah but to say that america's never been great is definitely a wrong-minded way to well, speak well, well no it's not rob no, it's great not. Some, from your privilege and perspective i, I got a quote for been great to you I, to everyone doesn't mean that it's been great everyone, to everyone has equal opportunity actually hold on one second one second that's rob oh. arnold rob arnold yeah did you hear what brian parker said that's privilege. yeah he said that for me it's great for me. Um, in this country, you've got people that come from all over planet Earth. This is the first time that any country has had people from every other country on the planet living in that country. So, so, so people in this country going through human sex trafficking. So how is it is only America for me? great to them? It's, it's, it's for people, people going through domestic violence. Is America great to them? What does that got to do with America? It's got to do with their domestic violence. How about violence? George well, Floyd's family right now? Is America great to them? It is, it's not about America. A lot of people are disenfranchised by design. You know what? Here's the quote. Too many of these speaking. I can't hear everybody. is not the problem. The problem. I got a great quote. I got a great quote. One second, please. Sam, finish your thought. One second, everybody. Sam, finish your thought. America is not the problem. When people have an individual issue, whether it be a death in the family, whether it be whether it be sex trafficking, drug drug overdoses, whatever, America is not the problem. Right. The problem is on them, well, their, their environment, the environment that they live in. A sex trafficking, a victim of sex trafficking, the problem is not America. The problem is that they happen to have been kidnapped and a victim of sex trafficking. Someone who got murdered by, whether it be on purpose or by accident, someone who became a victim and died of, of, as a result of whatever it may have been. Sam. 
that person cannot blame. I mean, that but family Sam, cannot blame. Sam, I, I agree with you to a point, but the statement of America being great is what we call a point of view. You have to put yourself in the shoes of the person saying that statement and saying, from where I sit, from where I stand, is it great or not? You okay. can't be on your couch and say how somebody else should view this country. Agreed. Yeah, well, wait a minute. To, you, you don't, don't, get, to, you don't get to do that. You can yeah, say agreed. from my from my okay. experiences. No, no, it's just simply the greatest country in human history. It's simply That's the greatest country in human history. I just the um, people I'll, we're not hanging from trees. Now we're getting shot in the back. Ah, uh, you know what? That has nothing to do with the country itself. The quote goes like the hey Marquis. The quote goes like this. The, the, the system in the United States of America is the worst system in the world until, yes. you, count, until you count all the others. This is now, true. And you made now, that statement on. before on another program. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm trying to get I'm, this goes directly to the conversation, conversation we're in. Okay. It's that it's the, he's saying what Winston Churchill was saying there is that no country would be perfect. That's an impossibility. It's a and, big, big world out here. And you, you made that statement before. And, and, it's about, and hold on, please. It's about the, Hold on, I, I just want to think, finish what I'm saying here. It's about the human condition itself. And so okay. when people look at America, they say, it's not great. It really is just the white man came, stole the land from the red man, uh, brutalized the red man. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What's not true about that? Yeah. I'll, I'm I'll going there. True. Well, I'm on, going. Tell me what's not true. Okay. I disagree. It is not the human condition. It is the constitution. We have the greatest constitution on the planet. The constitution what? was written while most of us, our ancestors were still enslaved. Okay, that may be true. And it doesn't still necessarily have, still serve this us day, all the time. In this in this day and age, it that doesn't necessarily that serve us all. Can you let Sam talk? The right to bear arms is easier for Bob and 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 Rob, was, um, Bob. Rob or whatever than it is for me. Correct. Okay, you can walk around certain places with their Tell that to the black panther. The black panther and they did very well. Samuel the Constitution of the United States is the greatest constitution in the world. It's worse than Magna Carta. Except, except the fact that it describes a black person as, as three fifths of a person. A three fifths. Well, there was a very specific in your constitution. The 14th, so, the 14th Amendment said that you cannot dispute a debt. Now, what is a debt? It's a debtor. And a debtor is a slave. And the best thing about it is, is that if you research the law, you have a lot of defense to it. The problem is that people do not research. That's right. right. That's, that's right. the problem. That's, that's right. But problem. just like, just like that, just like there are those bad, there are loopholes in which there are, exist for you to defend yourself. So yes. I go back to something that I brought up on the program the other day, when I asked about Martin Luther King, he broke laws. Mm -hmm. When I asked about Harriet Tubman, she broke laws. Mm -hmm. when, I, when, I ask, when I ask about a Trayvon Martin, I don't know what law he broke, but you know, what the, the, the walking while black thing is, get, that's getting a little tired. It's it wasn't walking while black. He wasn't, he, th that guy Zimmerman didn't know what color Trayvon Martin was. He had a hoodie on until he got to him. That could have been. But do you believe that? Wearing a hoodie made you black. 
No, that's not true. I wear a hoodie. Um, yeah, so have you oh, been whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, yeah. hold on, slow down, slow down, slow down. It's not about slow fixing down. anything. It's about it's about a uh, counterpoint to your ridiculous notion that when he saw the hoodie, he knew it was a black guy. That's just Bob, Bob, that, Bobby from that, Bobby from Nassau. Would would you feel that if if you were walking through, uh, let me think of a Nassau town. If you were walking through uh, Old Westbury, it would have to be a gated Westbury. community. Uh, no, if I may. If Bobby, if you were walking, my anonymous conservative, if you were walking through Old Westbury with a hoodie on, and I were walking through Old Westbury with a hoodie on, do you think we'd be treated the same? And your honest opinion. Uh, same as what? You mean you versus me? Right. If we both had a hoodie on, and you were walking through town, and I were walking through town, do you think we'd be treated the same? I have no idea. The treatment is in the eyes of the beholder. That's and that's the smartest the writing, thing. Right? That's the smartest <laughs> reply I've heard from anyone. What you just <laughs> what you just acknowledge is that you don't know because you're not in the shoes of the other person, and because you're not in the shoes of the other person, and it's in the eyes of the beholder. Unfortunately, when one is a woman, um, and they have breasts, there's certain you know, and some women don't have breasts. There's certain things that. <laughs> <laughs> there's certain things and certain assumptions that are made that you know they they don't have a choice in the matter and the words uh, bitch witch and snitch all is still get, gets used in the equation i call now, a man a bitch from time now, to time too yeah and, and and i'm one of those bitches now when it comes to when it comes to being african-american okay one thing that the right likes to do especially at the Make America Great Again. Oh my God, look at the crime in Chicago. What about black on black crime? Gotta look at it. You know, that sounds, that sounds racist because I don't talk about no. white on white crime. I don't know. No, I wouldn't dare call it white on white crime because then that would be racist. Well, black on black there crime are social, is there is social in, in, a, economic reasons in a very specific there is context. Black on black crime. There, the black community, across the board is underserved. Those people are disenfranchised because they don't get the same services that a lot of Americans get. So criminality, criminality is okay? Because of their lack of. Did she say that? Yeah, well, that's, that's implying, the issue. She's implying she just wrote that criminality. One, one second, Bobby from Nassau, go ahead. You're implying that uh, because you're in a black community, you've got an excuse for criminality. Well, I wasn't raised in a black community, nope. but I'm Let's looking come back. at Let's come my back. cousins, and I'm saying that they have, because, you know, some people, in some communities, there's desperation, you know? That's true. Really. Oh, I there's agree with that. They're under threat. They need things just like we do. We so, have opportunities. How about the parents? Where we live. They Ooh. don't how about the have as many. How about the parents? Well, let's, if, contrast, if, let's contrast the Black Lives Matter movement with uh, the lack of movement with Black Lives that don't matter in Chicago every year. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. All Black Lives Matter. One second, please. It, it, it doesn't just, first of all, crime is not just happening in Chicago. It's happening in Newark. It's happening in New York. It's, it's way happening high in Chicago. In Oakland. It's happening in Detroit. So let's not throw Chicago into the, into the, uh, uh, it's the uh, highest crime rate, the furnace. Let's not throw it into the furnace just yet. Okay. Let's, so let, let's go back into our history. Yeah. By now, the way, Barack Obama now, never now, looked for the thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're talking about crime. 
but someone had to break those laws in order for you to get a lot of what you have right now. All what do you mean by that? Okay. When your country, the great America was first settled, the laws didn't exist because the Native Americans had their own laws. Those laws were broken. Those laws involved humanity. Harriet Tubman, when she made her quest, she stole property that was herself. And she stole other people's property. Those were the human beings that she brought over the Canadian border. So when we're calling, so one second, please. If I may, if I may, and I'll get to you, Sam. If I may, the question the other day was, would you call Harriet Tubman a criminal? And Cherokee Black responded, she was a pioneer. So what is the difference between a pioneer and a criminal? Uh, uh, we don't have enough time to get into that one. We don't. And I'm going to thank you guys. Sam, you wanted to add <laughs> one last thought before we close no, up. No, no, I don't. I don't. I was just <laughs> going to tell you that you were, you were talking about the Native American laws and those laws being broken. And then right. you led right into these, into current day, present day laws. Yeah, they're too different. And so therefore, you can't- Very, very different. It, 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 it depends on who the law serves. That's my point. The, the, the well, laws you're superimposing, people you're superimposing people. 21st century realities over 19th century machinations. That never works. Yeah. I am going to thank everyone for tuning into Verbal Assault Livestream. I want to thank our panel. We had a meandering but very fruitful discussion. Um, as always, Brian <laughs> Parker, Cherokee Black, Samuel Kachir, New York Encarnacion, uh, the Anonymous Conservative, Bobby from Nassau, and Rob Arnold have all, like, brought it. Um, I am picking up my phone, and I'm checking my phone because I'm going to tell you about Wednesday's subject and my production manager is going to kill me. He's going to be like, but I emailed these to you. Yes, you did, sir, but I'm a busy guy. So what we have is um, for uh, Wednesday's show, one second, and that's okay. That's all right. You're going to tune it on Wednesday anyway. I, I, I have to come up with a new system. I can't get those subjects fast enough if they're not in front of my face. It's but in the chat the window, Marquis. You said, well, oh, just put it up, but it disappeared. No, it's in the chat window. I'm looking at it. Can you read it out for me, sir? Sure. Wednesday's show is about, is the doctor in or is the doctor out? The questions, the questions and answers are all about Fauci. Dr. There Fauci. Is a woman, there is a woman who is calling out Fauci, Trump, and everybody else. Tune in to Wednesday's podcast. Thank you, everybody. We're out.